You are now listening to 24 Hours from Greatness. Yup, it's your boy KD. And it's Harry, and we're back. Welcome to 24 Hours from Greatness Podcast. Yeah, boy. Back again, back again. Hope everybody is doing well, still staying safe, you know, enjoying this remaining drop, few drops of summer, you know, everybody's just staying in good health, and enjoy this last bit of vitamin D that we get. Straight up, man, straight up. We're about to go into the, the cold, cold fever season, man, you know, everybody about to be sick. It's about to get hectic again. We got we got challenges of flu and Delta variant out here popping off, and we ain't we don't get into that right now. It's about to get hectic again, man. Right. Here we go. All right, man. So, y'all, please, please forgive me if you know I feel I sound a little dejected, a little uh, beaten down, trying to get my spirit right, man. Yeah, man. The uh, all the way off tonight. I've had like the roughest commute that I've had in years. I don't know, my, my brain and the GPS could not get on the same page. Mm. I know everybody has had those moments, <laughs> but I don't Wait. know what was going on tonight. Like, I was waiting to see what you was talking about. All right, let me guess, 141? Yes. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Uh, and... It's like, if you don't do it on a regular, like, I mean, if y'all tuned in last week, y'all know Harry moved, so, you know, I'm linking back up at Harry's, you know, we recording, and, you know, I'm driving down here. First, I feel like, I feel like everything in the universe was trying to stop me, stop us from recording this episode tonight, man. There was so many factors man that's like yo let me start the beginning because it's like y'all do not realize like the the hard work the hustle the sweat the the sacrifice that just people that podcasters content creators in general put into their craft like yo um if y'all don't see us putting up visuals like we used to like frequently that's because man we just trying to focus on investing in up and our quality so that we can give y'all the best visual aids possible. So and that's why well. the sound, yeah, everything. Yeah. So that's why we just doing a lot. We be back to doing a lot of audios again, like, you know, how we first started. But again, you know, a lot goes into that. That's why, you know, every week, you know, me and Harry always say, Thank you, thank you, thank you for the love and support because, you know, it really helps us keep going, keep grinding. You know, we, you know, it's tears and levels to this game, and you know, we are, you know, look, um, look, I guess we, you could be average Joes right now, mm-hmm. but you know, we're trying to break through those thresholds of. Get in our sponsorships. Just keep going hard. And if, if nothing else, man, just bringing good content to people who rock with us. If y'all rocking with us, yeah. we rocking with y'all, man. It's Straight up. It's hard because, like, you know, we still early on, too. Yep. So we still figuring out our audience and things like that. Um, you know, we trying to, you know, eventually make uh, essentially what we would call a community. Exactly, You know, man. people that stay with us the whole time. And, you know, we appreciate that. Yo, straight up. So that's why we we really, like, from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you every week because y'all don't have to be listening to us. It's so much people y'all could be listening to, but we appreciate y'all for, you know, tuning in, lending, lending us y'all ears, and just rocking out with us, man. We definitely appreciate it because we still got our full-time jobs right now. So it's on yeah. top of that. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's so many people involved in this creation this process you know i can't say it enough shout out to my wife for just allowing me to still do these things because you know again y'all y'all who've been tuning in y'all know i got two youngins at the house so 
you know, I gotta leave the house, you know, come do this, start the day early, work. I mean, those of y'all who follow my personal page, you know, school about to be back in session. I'm a high school coach. Before I came down here to record, I'm doing coaching meetings, meet the parents tonight. It's just so much, man, that, you know, I gotta do in a day. And then, you know, come here. And, you know, back to the universe trying to keep me from coming here. Yo, I'm on, I'm on a crossover to uh, 95, from Route 1 to 95. Those of you who uh, in Delaware know. And I'm behind a tractor trailer. Now, I'm not like, I'm not tailgating my man or nothing. But something fell off the truck or something like popped off the, the truck. And it was like this big gray object. I don't know what it was, but it, you know, it spit out, flew under my car. So I'm like, damn, what was that? So then, you know, it looked like a tire strip or something. It looked like tire, but it's like, yo, somebody, I can't like swerve to the right or the left because somebody is like literally next to me. So it's like something else, a second object pops off the truck and I run over it again. So I'm like, damn. So then that's when I slow it up. And you know, it's raining outside. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, because one, it's like, damn, I don't want this to screw up my only means of transportation right now. I don't want to get a flat tire out here on a 95. Uh, it's freaking eight o'clock at night. Like, yo, we recording right now. It's, it's nine o'clock. Yeah. Um, but I see the truck in front of me. There's something sparking. Shit. I'm like, yo, like, what is, like, what is falling off the man, my man truck? And I'm just hoping and praying that you know my car is good after I done ran over these two objects that fell off this truck. So you know that's the one instance. So that's I-95. Yeah. Man. So then it's the GPS. I mix. I miss like two exits. I don't know how. It's like re- trying to read those damn lines on the GPS, I, dog. Yeah. Like <laughs> to get on one, 141. The are sudden around here. Yeah. And, you know, if you live out, like, for example, like, KD lives in Lower Delaware. So, I mean, you're only making so many turns to get wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. But the further you go up, whether you're in Delaware, Philly, whatever, your turns... And your turning time becomes a lot shorter. Like, you start getting more into that city area. And they got construction going on out here. Like, they've been working on, what, uh, Route, Route 195 for however long. Like, over, at least over a year now. But by the mall and shit. So, but the fucking turns for where you get off towards where I live now, like, 141. That shit... Dog, I missed like when I when I had the moving truck, mm-hmm. yo, I must have missed the exit four or five times. And Crazy, you know, that shit charge you per mileage. Yeah. So I was getting tight yeah. with the GPS because you know it's supposed to be giving me the fastest route. And I'm like, this fucking bitch wanna tell me at the last second to make a turn. It's like I'm in a moving truck. So how fast can I move? Exactly. And just think, I mean, look, you drive like a like a charger. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you got you got a fucking sports car and it's like, dog, I still can't make the turn in time because you don't give me enough time or whatever. That's definitely frustrating. That shit make you just want to fucking pull over and like pour a glass of whiskey. Like, <laughs> yo. Like, but to put the fucking icing on the cake and I mean, right. I don't know, I, I, I take fault in this or, you know, it was just my time. Fucking, I know I'm already going to be the donating to Dell Dot. It's a, a light up here with cameras and my GPS... <sighs> Dog. My GPS was like, you know, this light has a camera or whatever it says. And it's like, I knew it had a camera, but I was looking around as I'm driving because I'm like, yo, is this the farmer's market on the left? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at, you know, uh, geographical locations. I'm like, yo, am I right by his house or his place? Like, so I'm looking around. I slowed down. I could have made the light. I, but me slowing down, trying to look around at the uh, shopping center, then I'm like, nah, that's not it. 
it, they didn't have a Dunkin' Donuts over there. So then it's like, all right, I try to speed up, but it wasn't fast enough, dog. <laughs> Yo. It was not Yo, fast enough. It's like in your fucking bugshot ticket, man. Bro. When you hit the, the carol lights. And it's like, you know it. It's you know like, that shit coming no, in the mail, dog. Yep. That's why I'm like, yo, that's gonna be one or two hundred dollars. You gotta send me the picture, <laughs> cause I can just see like, you looking. Bro. Turn it. That shit, I know. That that like, that's yo, that blew my shit, man. And that's why I was like, dog, like everything in the universe was trying to keep me, I don't be the keep last, us bro. from like recording the night, dog. Like it was one hell of a fucking time getting here. Like, damn, yeah, bro, it'd be like that sometimes. Man. It do. I'm like, yo, today. Tonight was just my fucking night, man. But all in all, like, yo, my car, you gotta look at the you gotta look at the fucking silver lining. Like, alright, I know I got a hundred, two hundred dollar ticket coming in the mail, cool, whatever. Um My car could have been messed up. I gotta check it out in the morning and make sure it ain't messed up. But it could have been a lot worse. To 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 play off of that, I gotta ask you another question. Do you get Anxiety when you're running late for something. I would say so. I mean, I don't know if I would say full anxiety, like you know, uh, heart beating fast and all that. I don't know if it's to that extreme, but like, dog, I'm always. I, I think I'm comfortable with it now because it's like I'm always in a fucking rush. So if you uh, let's let's take let's take uh, work for example. Mm-hmm. Like me, I gotta be at work at eight o'clock on dot. It's registered in what we call E Star, you know, stay working. So I gotta be in on the dot. On the dot. Now I'm supposed to get this like grace period, but don't nobody follow that shit. But it's sort of like thirty minutes. So really, in, in context, I shouldn't even be worried about it. But dog, for some reason, my whole life, whenever I'm running late. I've always felt like, like it's almost like everybody's at at, at at the birthday party waiting for you to show up, mm. and that's exactly how I feel. Like I could be drinking coffee, I could be rushing, and if I take ten more minutes in the morning, um, you know, get myself together, then I know it's going to put me back ten minutes behind on the road, and there's going to be other people in traffic. Uh, and I think about all those things, and it's like the balance of the morning time. Like, yo, I try to get up just a little bit earlier now. Because I hate it because I try to avoid that morning anxiety of getting to work on time. Every minute counts, dog. I, I know what you mean. But, ah, that's it. All right, man. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of today. But before we get to the meat and potatoes, uh, yo, one thing I want to talk about, man, because... I don't know what the hell is going on. Now, I know quarantine affected a lot of us. You know, you was in the house, nobody was going nowhere. You was in the house Monday through Sunday. You know, you just ordering takeout every day. You was ordering Uber Eats. You was ordering DoorDash. So, you know, look, let's not lie. Let's, you know, tell the truth and shame the devil, everybody. You know, a lot of us went a couple of days without showering during quarantine. A lot of us went a few days. Some of y'all didn't even brush your teeth. Some of y'all didn't put deodorant on. So, you know, let's not act like we didn't do these things during quarantine when we was on lockdown for 24 hours, seven days a week. But now that we back out here all crazy with it, a lot of, not a lot, but a handful of celebrities um, have come out and say, they don't find showering necessary. Now, I think this snowballed first from uh, The View. So there was this was a clip on The View, like probably early July. One of the uh, ladies was saying like, um, or no, this is how it started. She was saying that um, she doesn't use washcloths. Now, <laughs> Harry, as a representative of the, the call creatures, yes. <laughs> Yo, I never heard this until I got to, like, high school, I think, or, like, I don't know, college. Because 
we always use washcloths. Everybody I knew had washcloths when I went over to a friend's house to use washcloths. So I didn't hear about like people only using a bar of soap <laughs> and no washcloth so, until I became like an adult. So like, listen, man, this is this is a funny subject. I'm glad you brought this up because as a white kid, right? Everybody's home that I would go to, like all my family, like there was like a bar of soap or whatever. Um, sometimes, like they have like loofahs, I guess. Okay. Or like the um, what you see now is those like scrubby things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I don't know what it was like growing up. Like nobody used washcloths. Like everybody used like just the bar of soap, and you had like your own bar of soap. And it was just funny, like, yeah, like, you just had, like, I don't want to say, like, an assigned bar of soap, but essentially it was, like, that's your soap. All right, so So. that that makes a little bit more sense. So I didn't know, see, I didn't know if it was community soap that everybody's sharing. or you don't know where someone else is sticking the soap. But, but, like, like me personally, like, my skin, like, I I would try to use Dove, you know, like, Dove Dove soap. I still use Dove um, body wash and stuff now, but... Generally, like now, I use like the um, the scrub thing because you know you want to get all those areas. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was funny because like when I was little, I went on like a sleepover across the street um, to my grandmother's and my friend um, Naeem, actually one of my father's IG, so I've been tagging him in this. But uh, his mom actually came in and I stayed the night. She was like, "Oh, if you need a shower?" She's like, "Here's a washcloth." And I was like, I just looked at her and I was just like, "Oh, okay, thanks." Then she walked out the room and I was like, "What is this for?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> so, but that was something that they did. Yeah. And I just, it was just out of my norm, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, "Oh, okay." So I remember when we got to college, right? And somebody said that to me one time. It was like, "Yo, you don't have like a washcloth?" I'm like, mm, "Never really used them." So I guess, like, nah, I just use soap. I have my own soap. Like, I'm like so like body wash, all that stuff. Not that I'm not clean, it's just I wasn't used to using one. But I think I didn't like the feeling of the washcloth okay. when I started. Like I tried to start doing that, I didn't like the feeling of it, so I used uh, those like scrubby, like I don't know, like all different colors, blue, green, red, whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that feeling on my skin. But yeah, I didn't. I start, think it's preference, really. Yeah, I didn't start using a loofah until like I moved in with my wife, like our first apartment. And that's why, that's when you, like, yo, fellas, when you move in with a woman, things start changing. That was probably the first thing that changed, like, yo, we, I had washcloths, but she, like, bought us both loofahs, and she was breaking down the, the loofah for me, and, um, it's basically, for those of you who don't know what a loofah is, it's like, almost looks like that, um, damn Brillo pad, but it's not a Brillo pad. And it's like on a string, and you just put the body wash on it, and you just scrub your body. That's what I'm talking about. But yo, yeah. like yeah. yo, yeah. over time, I grew to like it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, she would buy the lavender scent and all that, so we would be smelling like lavender. And I was like, at first, I was like, man, I don't, don't know guys use this shit. But after a while, I was like, it's not too bad. I mean, you can always get your own <laughs> smell. You know, you don't have to smell like her. Yeah, I was like, like you know, I do that shit now. But yeah, but um, I was like, early on, back in the days, I was like, all right. Yeah, I mean, having a, um, I'm gonna call it a companion bathroom, mm-hmm. is totally different than what a guy might just have in his own bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, once you start adding that female touch to it, like, you start having all this extra shit in the bathroom. I remember uh, my ex used to always try to give me all these, like, uh, skin things, and she would, like, put this scrub on and this and that. I'm like, yo, y'all do the most. Like, I'm pretty low maintenance, but it is um, something I'm trying to take into consideration this year because I'm getting older, you know what I'm saying? Like, skincare, you know, Yo, that stuff real. goes a long way for real. down the road. You know, the Tom Brady method of the yep. world, my football guys. Yep. But Straight up. But nah, so after the lady on The View was talking about, you know, just washing with a bar of soap, and, and that's like everybody else was just like, I think even the Thai woman was like, I, I use, you know, hand wash or whatever, or I use, you know, washcloth. So Ashton Kutcher comes out 
and him and his wife are like, you know, we don't think showers are necessary. We don't bathe our kids every day and all this other stuff. And it's like, everybody was like, hmm? what? And then, to piggyback off of them, Jake Gyllenhaal, the... Damn, what did he play in, dog? Uh, Brokeback Mountain. Okay, Brokeback I, Mountain. He was in October Sky. October Sky, yep, that's the one. I, that, yep. Uh, he's, he was in... Um, he was in some fucking superhero movie, I thought. I think a superhero movie, too, but he also was... Uh, what the hell is that military? Jarhead. Jarhead, yep. The main character, Jarhead. With the bus cut, yep. Um, he's had he's had many roles. Oh, yeah, he's he, he's been with some bangers. Donnie yeah, Darko. I don't know man. how you don't wash your ass after getting your back blown out on a mountain. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yo, but it's like, yo, everybody was in an uproar. And I think, uh, you haven't heard this? Like, The Rock was like, man, look, don't even get me caught up in this. I shower cold in the morning. Warm uh, after I get off set and hot at night or some shit like that. The rock was like, I shower three times a day, but like, yo, everybody was like in the uproar. I'm like, yo, this a, a trend or this is what like celebs do? Cold showers. I guess he does it to like just wake up. Some people do that. I don't know. That's wake like, you up in the morning. It's like fucking torture, man. Yeah, I don't know why he do that. But I'm like somebody like the rock. I'm like, yo, because I work out, I'm showering body. twice a day. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you working out and you sweating and all that, like yep. yes. I hope you fucking showering. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom would be the first one to tell me that I smell like a pair of gym socks. Exactly. But it's like, yo, like you smell like a boy. Uh, like, but right, um, imagine, like you said, Ashton Kutcher and his wife. Imagine y'all just all being funky, then having funky ass kids, and everybody just gonna be in a funky ass house. I think one fear everybody has as a kid is being that fucking smelly kid in class. Oh, man. Like, because I remember every smelly kid up to this day, and I remember them in their nine, ten-year-old form. It's smelling what like, they look like, like smelling like a pile of... Straight shit. Smelling like, yeah, like ass. Yeah, wasn't there a kid on Charlie Brown that had, like, flies flying around him or some shit? Yeah. There was a dirty-ass kid on Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember a kid that used to smell like skid marks. Like, straight-up oh, fucking skid marks. <laughs> it is like, dog, you sitting on, you sitting on the fucking school bus yo. with this kid. You don't want to be mean. But it's straight like, up. yo, you sitting there on here smelling like old bus seats. Straight up. Like, I'm not trying to sit next to you. Because so, they're going to think I stink. Yo, those of y'all, Kids everybody had that one stinky kid in class with you. Tag them in the post. No, they probably, <laughs> <laughs> they probably had stinky ass parents too. Because I don't know how you could lay in bed with a man or a woman and just be cool with them being funky or stinky, like just not taking showers. Like I don't care how what figure or number amount I make. You know, showering is not going to be something that I'm just like, oh, I'm too rich to take a shower. Do you, but, you, you know. remember when you and Tay used to share a room in college? Mm-hmm. And I would always come in, I'd be like, yo, it smelled crazy in here. Like, not that it smelled bad, but you guys were living there, so it was like nose blind. Yeah. And I remember uh, me and Tay, uh, I finally figured out what it was. Those fucking pills? Fucking vitamins he was taking. Okay. Yo, he was taking like not like testosterone. It was just like it was like some high vitamin shit. Or I thought it was like, like fish men, oil or some shit. Men's vitamin. I don't uh, know what the fuck it was. I said, yo, he bro, had like the potent fish oil pills or some shit. Dog, that shit was seeping through his pores. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I don't know what you're taking, bro. <laughs> but stop. You smell crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like as a friend, yeah, I'm gonna tell you if something's going on. Like if my breath stink, tell me. If I had coffee, tell me. Cause I don't want no fine ass chick to tell me. Yeah, like, man. But fuck that. Like I said, man. Let me know y'all thoughts and opinions on that. Put it in the uh, comments when we post this episode up. Yeah. Uh, Tag any of your friends that smell like used sex toys. Do y'all agree? I mean, do y'all know anybody who don't necessarily take showers? Have you ever <laughs> went through this phase in your life? You know, let me know. Cause I, you know, I would like to know, man. So hey. I still like Ashton Kutcher. He has good film work, but you know, <laughs> hey man, we can't all be perfect. But it is what it is, man. All right, so I got something for you. I've been doing some reading. Like sometimes I get bored at work, where 
you know, sometimes I'm behind a computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just start thinking. And I just start reading different articles and stuff. And I thought back to when I was, I, I feel like I was in my, my dating prime, right? Early 20s. And, you know, I'm out seeing different girls or whatever, dating multiple people at once, trying to figure out who I am. You know? I remember, and I think this really took off in our 20s because of the smartphone. But I remember so many games that were being played by males and females. Like texting, lingo, and courtesy. Like, for example, one that I came up with was I'm not gonna double text. You know what double text means? Mm-hmm. Means I'm not going to I'm not going to text twice because it's gonna make me look desperate. If she don't reply, then she don't reply. That was a rule that I followed. The one that I said today on my IG was something I used to do. What I, I would schedule a date with somebody I want to talk to, and I would just lie. I would be like, you know what? Uh, yeah, something came up. I, I can't really hang out. And I knew that the girl that I was talk, trying to talk to, whatever. She was going to mess with me. She was going to mess with me anyway, right? But this was a way to really get her head spinning. Because, you know, she's thinking like, Oh, why did he cancel on me? Does he know who I am? Like, why why, why, why the fuck would he do that? Why are you going to ask me to do something and then you cancel on me? Because now, I got the control. And I feel like in any relationship, in any relationship, someone got control. The male or the female. That you ever hear like somebody wear the pants? Mm-hmm. This was a good way for me to gain that control immediately. Because it's like now we playing my game. Because um, that was something I did. You know, I was young. You know, I don't really play too many games. I don't have a lot of time to do that. Man, shit. I ain't never heard of no shit like that before, dog. I can't even lie. I can't even hold you. That's that's a hell of a game, man. But I, I can see how you wanted to see if they was really fooling with you, regardless or not. Or if a girl's like, oh, you know, if you, don't worry, Harry, I got Netflix in my room, we could just come over here. I mean, I guess, I think it's different. Like, I knew girls wanted me for me because I had the 98 cam. Like, I was, you know, dudes used to dress fly. Dudes used to have, try to buy these nice cars or whatever. But, yo, high school, whatever. Like, 98 Camry. <laughs> you remember what the muffler got off messed up? At <laughs> <laughs> least to roll up to the party, though. Exactly. <laughs> it always works. I'm like, I, I'm, you got, but again, I see, I got you. You gotta make sure a girl wants you for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think. There's a million and one ways that people do this. It's a lot of games, man. A lot of games. Like, uh, some females, like nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. They want to see who the the best suitor is, you know? So, like, I saw a a post the other day. It said 100, 100, 100 people in her DMs, right? One of them was going to offer her money. Damn. I was like, God damn. Yo. Ain't that something? Yo. I'm so happy. Like, yo, that's why I'm so happy I'm retired, dog. <laughs> because in the, the climate we live in now, mm-hmm. you 100% right. I see girls. Like, yo, if you on a girl IG page, you scrolling, she got her cash up in that motherfucker, get off her page. Don't, oh, I don't follow. Yeah, I don't even. It's like, yo. If a girl's like, oh, if you like me or whatever, send me $100 cash at. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, 
is this a business transaction or is you like we really doing this and it's like yo i mean shout out to the hustlers city girls cardi b megan the stallion you know hey take control of your genitals you know hey if you want to empower young women middle-aged women to use their you know vaginas as a cash transaction hey more power to you you know hey I need a new car just to fuck in some of my own blame it I need a new house just to suck in these, like yo, <laughs> these, some of these lame dudes be doing that shit. Man. They do. And they ruin it for the rest, the rest of us normal guys. But then it's like it ain't tricking if you got it. I don't know. Man. It comes back know. to that. I mean, is it tricking if you got it or is it not tricking? Um, I mean, I don't believe in paying for things that are free. Yeah. But that's just me. Like, obviously, you know, we gonna go out, we gonna enjoy each other's company. But what's the uh, best games you heard of? There's a lot of games that you've seen or ever there. heard of, man. I mean, some people will like. I, I know girls that literally would exchange numbers and just let the guy text them to see if he really wants to pursue or he's gonna keep texting. But like me, I'm just one of those guys that like, if you don't text me back, I might send you one more, and it might be a few weeks later. But you ain't getting nothing else out of it, bro. That just reminded me. I don't know why I just had a flashback to high school on the bus. I remember a JV football game. This kid, and I mean, this girl was like bad as hell. Matter of fact, she ended up being a stripper later on. That's how solid she was. Now, we we in 10th grade, and I'm like, you know, everybody's hype. It's like, yo, everybody's hype because like, yo, you talking to the baddest girl in 10th grade. Like, go you. Like, yo, we young bulls. We young, crazy, wild young bulls. This is, you know, this is a different time, different age. We be talking 06. Yo, she, did y'all do it? Y'all do it? You know, that's all, that's all young boys want to know. Like, yo, if you go out with a girl, if you're talking to a girl, like, yo, you smash, you smash, you smash, you smash. <laughs> yo, he said, this motherfucker told me. <laughs> She said, I got to eat it three times before wow. I did it. So I'm like, and we was all like, what? You got to eat it three times? So everybody, I mean, even back then, girls was playing games. Like, yo, it's the same thing with the numbers. I'm going to let you text me all day or let me see how much he really liked me or really want me. Same thing with girls. Like, yo, let me see how much you really like me. My rule might be you gotta eat it three times before I let you slide up in. I mean, there, I mean, KD, that's definitely a good example, especially early on. But I mean, getting left on red. Yeah. People hate getting left on red. Like, imagine saying something you wouldn't want to say and you don't get no response. It's a dirty game out here now, dog. It's There's so, so many tough. things, bro. There's so many things that. It's so tough to find like a solid partner now, dog, because it's like. Like I said, everybody is being influenced by somebody. And then you got the social media. And it's like, yo, this girl is getting this from this guy. This girl is talking about this. I want to be treated this way. I want to get a new Birkin bag. I want to be treated like this. I want to be taking a roof crisp, you know, on the regular. I want to get what Laurie Harvey has. But it's like, yo... Girls, I mean, hey, I'm not mad at a girl who want that or wanna want what the next girl has, but I also think I mean, like like I'm all, I'm also way more forward now than mm-hmm. I used to be. Like I'm kind of just more blunt. Oh but, yeah, that comes to uh, age. Man. But yeah, I just think I don't have time anymore. But uh, one thing I used to do too would was that I would never tell a girl exactly how I feel mm-hmm. because I would try to remain kind of. I don't know, it's gonna sound corny, but I don't want to remain. I want kind of want to remain a little bit mysterious because I don't want to put too many things out there. Because it's like if I air out all the laundry, that's the then, shit, dog. then she already know how I feel, yeah. and now now there's nothing to look forward to. Yo, so I just kind of like distance myself a little bit to keep her kind of guessing. That's the dumb shit, dog. Because it is so crazy 
like some girls if you put yourself out there too soon like some girl that turns some girls off like he he want this or want that or he likes me all soon and whatever I guess that takes away the thrill for the girl sometimes. The chase. You showed your, yeah, you the showed chase. your hand mm-hmm. already. So yeah. it's like, ah, let me, you know, chill off of him. But then it's like, yo, like I was watching this video the other day. It's like, yo, back in the day, girls would like the guy who treated them like shit. And it's like, yo, you ignore the girl, whatever. Like, man, I mean, look. There was this one girl in the gym, probably one of the baddest joints in the gym. Italian, Jersey Shore, jet black hair. Everybody liked her. I was at, with my wife at this time, so that's why, I mean, even still, I would ignore the hell out of her because I wasn't seeking nothing from her. Whereas all the other guys in the gym, they would be all in her face. Oh, let me work out with you. Man, you know how guys hit on girls in the gym. And she would um, come over, walk, talk to me. And I'm like, I'm just giving y'all an example because this is how, you know, the game goes sometimes. It's like, girls, if you all in her face, all in the girl's face all the time, you know, again, it's the game. It's the game. But this dude over there, who he looks okay. Let me go talk to him. He's not... Why is he ignoring me? Why is he... He's my co-worker. We were co-workers. He should want to chase me. Yeah. Let me go see what he about or whatever. And, like, yo, everywhere... Sometimes I'll go to another gym, and she would be like, hey, what's up? Want to drop a conversation? And, like, yo, Kendall, why Why she always talking to you? I'm like, because I don't give a rat's ass about it. I'm not looking for nothing for her. I'm not up her ass. I'm not trying to hit on her. So, a girl that's attracted to a girl. Like you said, being mysterious, a little mystery take you a long way. That's right. That's, that's a little little game out there for the fellas out there still doing the young boy thing. But Yep. Um, here's, a, here's just one more nugget before we change subjects. One more nugget for that. Ladies... Ladies, ladies, ladies. Because my friends that are girls ask me this all the time, and I always tell them this. Girls try to figure out guys like them. I always say this. Most guys, from the moment they lay eyes on you, know the intent of what they want to do with you. And I say that in the most respectful way I possibly can. Mm -hmm. But a guy can look at you now he may not know your personality and all those things and that does definitely plays a role but in his mind before you even open your mouth he already knows if he wants to smash pass wife it up crack them crab legs over yeah for real like guys are like that like we are shallow dumbass dogs that's what we are it, you know you really gotta get to know a dog first before we really you know, really know if, you know, we have an actual connection and I'm not even getting in all that. I'm just telling you from, if, if you read the room and you get in the vibe that someone likes you, you're probably right. Yep. Okay. Because, you know, they start playing the playground games and stuff like that. Yeah, they probably, probably like you. Um, but I have a couple more nuggets uh, on that topic, but I, I, I got to save some for my, my own day. question of the day is what is the appropriate age for a person to move out of their parents house so this comes from uh, a recent episode on love and hip hop and I have not been keeping up with love and hip hop in a while but um, Mendeecees now again context matters context is everything you know they're trying to encourage independence for this foster child that they took in. Now, of course, because she's a foster child, she feels like, you know, they're abandoning her. But 
again, like I said, that's the context how the little girl feels. She's 19 years old, and you know her foster parents are asking her to, you know, get an apartment. They're gonna help assist her for a few months. Want her to get a job, learn how to take care of herself, and be an independent young woman. So, you know, Harry. What do you think is the appropriate age for people to move out? So I'll say from the frame of reference of your parents. And, you know, now we know we live in a different generation where, you know, we got parents who grew up in the 80s and 90s who are, you know, us and parents now. You know, what do you think? This is a challenging question because um, I think everybody's situation could be a little different, but mm-hmm. I think the age area should be somewhat the same. Um, like some people move out of their crib before 18. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, you don't see it as often. I think it really depends. Part of this depends on if they're going off to college. Okay. Um, like for me, I went off to college, so I knew that I really wanted to stay and have that full college experience, and I kind of was put in a situation where I had to essentially go off, um, because my mom went off for the military, so I didn't really have too much of an option, like, you know, I was able to visit and stuff like that, but essentially I learned how to stay on my own over those four years, so like when people went home in the summer I, I stayed um, the first two years of college I think I struggled a little bit uh, you know really gaining that independence where you know I was really homesick and just uh, that's what I was used to so you know, even though my mom was in a different state I still was so close to my mom that I needed that um, I think for a better success rate in a modern economy and what we have going on out here in the world, like I know a lot of my friends, and you can attest to our group of friends, mm-hmm. that they stay much later in their parents' household, which is like really nice. Yeah. Um, because you know they can save money, they can like you know a lot. Like I think two of our friends literally moved out and bought a house. Um, so they were able to, they, they were fortunate to have so a situation what if, like all that. Alright, alright. So let me just be devil's advocate. So what if you have a child who is staying with you and they not saving? They not saving? So How like, do you know if your child's saving? I mean, are, do you be hands on as a parent or? I think you have to be hands on there because if you know that your child is just kind of using the situation to, mm-hmm. like, let's say, Let's just say, for example, I make $1,500 every two weeks, and I'm living at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not contributing to rent, not contributing to electric, I'm not contributing to food in the house. I don't pay anything, right? Mm-hmm. If that was the case, and my mom or my dad comes to me after a week or so, and I don't have any money, what am I spending my money on? Exactly. It has to be extracurricular oh, activities. Yep. Liquor store, going out, liquor parties, store, partying. Could be a car payment, insurance, going on trips, yeah. other bullshit, video um, games. A, a common thing, and it never really made sense. Um, my, I, my, my supervisor said this to me the other day, and it made so much sense. She said, she said, you know, when I worked your position, we made so much less than you make now said something that I did was I would take 50 and then eventually I took $100 out of every check and saved it and because I didn't know it was there I actually forgot about it I got so used to not having it that I was able to save it so by the time she said I used to do like a Christmas fund so by the time Christmas came around you know I got paid every two weeks for 12 months know i'd have this money to the side and never had to worry about christmas that's smart like, a lot of people uh do that like even shoot back well, i mean how old is your supervisor oh she's like uh she gotta be close to 60 okay i was about to say that yeah. because i know a lot of 
people like my parents generation that's what they used to do uh christmas funds and stuff and so your job takes out 50 bucks all right by next year you got upwards to a thousand dollars for your kids christmas presents whatever because i think the common mistake that people make is oh i gotta make more money to save money mm-hmm. um now i get they gotta meet ends meet and stuff like that yeah but you can actually save money while you don't have a lot of it mm-hmm. and it's hard to do and it takes a lot of discipline but it is possible and a lot of that should be taught by our parents. Yep. Unfortunately, today, most of us don't always have a two-parent home or situation where you're able to just leave the house at 18. Yeah. So I think the appropriate age would be, if you're going to college, 18 to okay. 20, 23, I guess. I don't know. You should be following right, so that range. What happens after they graduate from college or don't finish school and come back home? Well, everybody can do deferment. Payment plans for student loans. I mean, most people have student loans. I know people well under the thirties that have still have student loans. Shit, a lot of people. Like that's just something that you're gonna have to do, yeah. especially if you don't, um, like if you're not working a service job or, or military, then you got to pay them back anyway. Um, but you know, people nowadays, you got to pay a car, you got to pay car insurance, you got to pay uh, home, uh, you know, mortgage mm-hmm. if you do own a home or you're paying rent. Utilities, you're paying for gas, you're paying for food. Uh, if you have children, you have to pay for your child. So, yep. I mean, there's a lot of expenses out there, and the only way to really know if you can do it is to actually go do it. Straight up. Uh, I really believe that, and um, I believe in sacrifice. So, like, for me, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my child, and you know, um, but I learned that through my mother and watching how my mother was. But I really believe that you know, everybody kind of grows, you know, their own. They become, you know, a full tree when they're ready. You know, like not everybody can grow at the same rate. But yeah, there should be a cutoff at some point. Like <laughs> I, I believe there should be a cutoff. Like yeah, yeah. that definitely should be a cutoff. And I mean, it's hard to say like a number though. You know? What yeah, I mean? I mean, this is definitely a multi-layer question that is just. It, there's so many different perspectives on this. Like, I, I really encourage everybody who is listening. Like, you know, we post this up most likely on uh, Friday to please chime in in the comments and, you know, let us know one, what age did you move out of your mom and dad's house? And what is the appropriate age? Do you think it's an age? Or do you think it is to be determined by the parents or the guardian, the grandparents, whoever's keeping you? Uh, to determine whether you are ready to go off on your own or not. And, you know, I say that because I think, you know, culturally, this is also a different thing. Like, I have African friends where in their culture, you know, everybody basically stays in the house until they get married. And then you go off and, you know, you and your wife get your own house and y'all do the same for your kids. You know, the grandparents live in the house, you know, and you just do those things. But, you know, now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, I'm like, you know, should it be an age or just determined preparedness for, you know, that leap of faith that independent life because i know i've met so many people especially older folks who you know when i was 18 um my my dad a lot of my dad and uncles left when they were 18 you know times were different the cost of living was different you know that inflation was down 50 percent compared to today you know you know my dad went straight into the army and never looked left back i mean we got friends who went into the army and never came back home to live with their parents, you know, so you have those different routes that people take, because... The, the army and military really is a good way, because they teach you to be independent and not depend on other people, to be yep. self-sufficient, that's a good point, 
like they like they literally instill it and beat it into your brain so i think that's why you see a lot of military people that don't fall backwards yeah um they teach you how to fall forward they provide you with enough um can do you know to not be in that situation and you know military is very good at what they do yeah because yo do we not have two friends that went off that we was like yo like they are totally different now mm-hmm. um i remember when we went to the recruiting station with those two guys and one of them one of them was pretty smart but the other one i was like i'm not gonna say he's not smart but you know i could just tell that he had lived a very sheltered life so i was just worried like you know what i mean for them yeah at that man. time you know <laughs> But uh, I also think, um, all right, because now I just want to flip it because I'm sure most of us that's listening are parents. So, you know, think about our own processes and think about when we become parents, like, is the expectation different for your son versus your daughter? Or, you know, is it different for boys versus girls? Because I would think, you know, I have a son and a daughter. So I would think I would be trying to push my son to be more independent and get his own, you know, because let's be honest, no girl wants to come over to your parents' house after a certain, like, amount of time. You know, if you're 30 years old, 30 plus, and... You trying to sneak a girl in the basement, she gonna look like, bruh, we gotta do the sneaky link in your parents' basement versus, you know, all right, you got your own spot, you could just run the tables through the living room. Whereas, you know, my daughter, you know, I don't know, tradition, you know, I'm gonna probably be more relaxed with her taking her time to figure things out, get her money together so that she can be an independent woman and be able to stand on her own and she doesn't have to go off and depend on some other guy paying her rent or going half with her. You know, I would be cool if my daughter, like, stayed in the house longer and I wouldn't really trip too much on that versus my son. That's just me, though. That's not a bad theory. I... I I think, because I only have a daughter, but I think that, um, I think from what I've seen, like, my sister's dating life, other females that I know that date and get in these situations where, let's say, they get in a relationship down the road, and they completely go into that guy's world, they kind of subject themselves to a potential negative relationship because the guy has all the say. The guy may have an apartment, he may have a home, um, he may, you know, own his car already. Like, I really want my daughter to be solely independent where she does not need a man to do do anything for her. And if she needs something, I'm her father, I give her the shirt off my back. So it's just like, I don't I know how men are because I am a man, so it's just like I don't want her to ever be in that situation. And like I know girls like they'll do crazy things for love. Like when they get to a certain point where they think they found the one, and I'm like, baby girl, you in high school? Yeah. Like you know, it, you're not gonna be with this person. It's unlikely that you're gonna be with this person yeah. for the rest of your life. You know, I think we see the big picture and I think the big picture yeah. is like if you have it on your own you don't need to rely on nobody else so yeah. like I try to instill those things in her now yeah man I think like I said I think you know it is the parents charge to you know instill independence in their children my mom was you know I'm the baby of the family my mom was instilling independence in me from the the gate like she always was teaching me how to cook when I was six years old you know how to clean how to you know my dad had me cutting the grass cutting the yard when I was like eight you know 
used to put the bricks on the tractor so I could ride and cut the grass because I wasn't 100 pounds yet. You know, uh, independence was something my mom and dad always advocated for for me. And I just think, you know, some parents, ah, you know, to each his own, but I don't agree with pushing your kids out the nest before they're not ready. Like, after a kid graduates high school, it shouldn't be... Alright, you're 18 now, you gotta go find your own place, get your own money, whatever, you know, um, because, don't get me wrong, some kids, they're gonna figure it out, some kids are not, and it's like, yo, those kids who crash and burn when they kicked out prematurely before they are ready, you don't want them to do some nut-ass shit, because... You know, mom and dad said I can't go home, so I'm gonna have to rob and steal or, you know, finesse somebody in order to, you know, eat and find somewhere to live, have somewhere warm to stay at night. You know, everybody, like you said, everybody is different. And, you know, with me, like you were saying earlier, it does not take a, a lot of money to save. And, you know, what a lot of financial advisors say is, you know, try to live off of 30% of your income. Whatever your gross income is, try to live off of 30% of that and, you know, save the save and invest and, you know, do all those things, you know, pay yourself first, you know, try to build that money up, you know, live like a college student. And, you know, I was making probably $600 a week when I moved out of my mom's house, when I finally decided to take that step. You know, I graduated from college at uh, 22, um, 23, you know, I was back home for a year and a half before, you know, me and my wife, my girlfriend at the time, we said, let's go try this shit together. We gonna go get our apartment, and that's what we did, and we never looked back since. So, I was literally, you know, she was working an hourly job, I don't know, getting paid $13 an hour, $14 an hour maybe. I was, like, trying to train as many clients as I could, and I was a substitute teacher. So, between substitute teaching and training clients, like, I was bringing home $600 a week, and that had to go to rent groceries everything but you know we made it work and we i didn't got no paid time off but you know that's what we did and you know shit got better after that you know it also helps to have a good roommate <laughs> to lean yeah. on oh, and yeah. <laughs> i mean it's it's challenging um like i live by myself you know so i'm pretty i depend on me yeah um but that's definitely a good thing if <laughs> I remember what it was like living with somebody for six years, so I can tell you that it helps when you have the other person. Um, but when you don't... Damn, bro, I ain't never lived by myself. Just <laughs> think about that shit. Yeah, it's... I always had a fucking roommate. You always had somebody there. Um, so, it is it is different. I, I can't say I've lived by myself a few times, so... Um, I... What I encourage people to do, like, yo, if you need help, ask somebody, man. Like, I'm big on paying people back for olden. Um, like, yo, do whatever you need to do. But everybody needs help from somebody at some point. Like, don't be too prideful and get yourself in a bad situation. Um, sometimes you may need it. And trust me, anybody who is independent probably needed help at some point and somebody helped them up. Um, so always extend that hand. Because I've, I've had... Um, like I have, I have a great coworker who's, you know, a little bit ahead of where I'm at now. She's been doing it for a while, and she's like, I see things in you that, you know, I was, I was just like you. Like she was like, I was prideful. I wouldn't ask nobody for help. She has helped me so much as far as, like, if I needed to know something for work, she'll give me the information. She'll still call me from the other places she works now. Uh, we're like really good friends to this day uh, so I would definitely appreciate her at the time that I needed her um, but we still like you know 
uh, talk and keep up and all that stuff, and it's all love. So, like, yo, if you have people like that in your corner, keep them around you, um, because, you know, everybody is going to have a hard time, especially right now, in the current climate of the world, so. It's hard as shit to find. Like, yo, shout out to all the kids who is moving out, going out on their own, because, man, everything is up right now, man. Inflation everywhere, man. Like, yo, I'm almost being, I'm about to be forced to, like, just grocery shop on the weekends, too. Because, like, yo, the fast food is, like, crazy. Now, shout out to, uh, shout out to, uh, the Smyrna Taco Bell, because Real ones. Dog. I got, like, five tacos. I mean, the chalupas and all that. All that, five tacos, $10. Bro, we that's was good. over. That's we, good. Yes, we twenty dollars go a long bro, way. Bro, we was down Kirkwood. We almost spent a dub. Yeah. And was still hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yo, I'm like, yo, what's the shit that you bought? The uh, the fucking power bowl. bowl. The power, yeah, power bowl. bowl. Yeah, man. I was like, I never seen it until we ate there or whatever. Yeah, dog. I always try to get like some healthy from fast food places. Like you know, when I go out. But that shit, nah, it's the franchises. That's why I'm like, yo, when we try to cancel these different um, fast food or just different eateries, you got to look at it like, yo, a different franchise owner owns this shit because they was taxing us an arm and a leg down uh, Kirkwood. Mm. And I'm, I'm already expecting, like, yo, they going to charge some ridiculous shit. She was like, nah, 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 nah. I was like, what? Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, damn, I checked the bag. I'm like, did they forget the taco? I was like, oh, shit, cool. Yeah, you start checking that bag. Yeah. When you see the price go up, it's like. Bro, you even got to yeah. open a wrapper now. Because sometimes they be trying to uh, give you, like, the uh, the small meat that be at the uh, bottom uh, of the bag. Yeah, man. Little, little patty. Yeah, shit. or this little. I'm like, yo. That's just the worst. If you give me a full scoop of ground beef. Especially if you like coming from the gym, like I know you bodybuild. They did like, so. yeah, that's one scoop. That's that's a regular size scoop. I'm like, Karen, you bullshitting me. <laughs> like, you bullshitting me, Karen. I know you bullshitting me. But alright, cause I don't I can't go in the back and look at the scoop and do it for myself. Like, yo, but, people say what they want about Chick-fil-A, but it, I really appreciate them sometimes. Yeah, duh. Cause nothing chaps my ass than fucking driving off from the drive through. I just paid X amount of dollars, you know, generally it's me and my daughter. I just spent at least 20 some dollars. Straight up. And I ain't got no fucking sauce. So it's like, yo, I appreciate that. The extra mile, and someone's saying, hey, here's, here's three three Chick-fil-A sauces, you know? Yep. Like, I appreciate that shit. Definitely, so. man. <laughs> but, man, we're going to wrap up on this uh, topic. So, like I said, this is definitely a topic that we would like to discuss further. As I said earlier, man, this is a great convo. I would love to hear from all of our listeners and supporters. Tell us how old you were when you moved out. I was 24. Um, and what you think, you know, should it be an age where kids should be moving out or should it be like a prepared situation? And, you know, what are the boxes that your child needs to check off before you say, all right, it's time for you to go off on your own? All right? Bro, before we wrap it up, I just realized this shit. Hold on, hold on. Free, free finish. And to your other question, yes, there should be a fucking cutoff age. Huh. Uh, I think the cutoff age to move out, because again, we got to take into consideration inflation the cost of living now so if you are 30 i'll say if you're you're 30 years old 30 fucking years old if you are a male and you're 30 years old and at home you gotta go you gotta go no excuses i don't want to hear it like you get home from college at 22 all right let's say you a super senior you stayed until you're 23 24 even child go get your grad 26 Let's say you stayed in school till you 26. You got four years to figure it out. After that, you gots to go, my brother, and figure it out. Now, my daughter, I say 33, 35. 
35, she got to figure it out because I want her to... I want my young women to succeed. Like you said, we both agree we don't want our daughters or any female for that fact to have to go depend on the man to, you know, do anything. Yeah. <coughs> We're not trying to kill the man code or nothing, but, I mean, when it comes to our daughters, it's a little different. Yeah, man. Hey, hey. Daddy's little girl, man. But I was going to say, the last two episodes, we have not drank anything. Yeah, I got my bottle of water here. Yo, yo we're breaking we're breaking our fucking ritual. We are. So Dog. now, on the next episode, we gotta have at least three drinks. God we're two dude. drinks behind. Got cool. Yo. Hey man, I Black Beauty Brewery. I, like yo, if we was at the house, <laughs> we be having a Black Beauty Brewery right now. The ciders, man. The mango. I haven't cider. had them yet. Yep, I still got them at the house. So shout out to the um <coughs> Black Beauty out. Brewery, man. Like I said, we I said the next episode that we at the house, we gonna crack them open. So that's what we gonna do, man. Shout out to uh, Black Beauty Brewery, man. Once again, but that's our episode for this week. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, man, like, comment, share, share, share. Link in the bio. Tell a friend. Tell a cousin, tell a boyfriend, girlfriend, your mother, your grandma, everybody, man. Keep passing this good content around. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. That's right. We'll see you next week, guys. Stay tuned in. Keep the notifications turned on.